The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. Okay, so, uh, what do we got to talk about this week? In a world overrun with formula movies and lame Hollywood reboots, two brothers from separate worlds scour the outer edges of entertainment to separate the potential cult classics from the B-movie bombs. They watch the film so you don't have to. They are the Keepers of the Frame. Good start. <laughs> what the hell? Hello and welcome to the keepers of the friend. Do I want fries with that? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Fringe, blah blah blah. I'm Derek. He's Chris. Wait, that's the ending. <laughs> I'm Derek, and with me, as always, is the Michael Myers to my Doctor Loomis, Chris. What the <laughs> fuck is up, man? Oh, I'm so confused right now. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> so am I. What? What the fuck happened? I. I tried the I tried the the radio the radio voice oh and then I Man. just lost it and then I went like a stroke or and then I went to shut it off and I and I turned off I hit the on air button instead and took myself cut myself off <sighs> are we leaving that in is that what's happening yep oh. fuck it oh good I'm gonna leave it in. So, <laughs> oh. what the fuck is up? Oh, not a lot. Not yeah. a lot of good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's a shocker. It's spooky. It's a spooky season spooky. for all kinds of personal horrors and terrors. Horrors and terrors. Horrors and well, terrors. How are you doing? Uh, all right. Tired, but all right. Yeah. Well, we're a week away from Halloween. Oh, boy. So we're still in the middle oh, yeah. of our Halloween celebration, which means, of course, we got another good Halloween movie for you for our review. I keep trying i didn't watch any halloween stuff like i was like oh i'm gonna do all this shit and i, and I didn't do any of it <laughs> um like i wanted to tear through a bunch of my anthology series stuff that i have on tape uh, or not tape on, <laughs> on DVD and stuff. right <laughs> on tape i got a bunch of good ones too man do you do you do you, do you? well i got do you? Do you? amazing stories which is not really you know well there's some a couple spooky ones i think in there twilight zone the 80s version and the old version. I, I got monsters. I got 
Tales from the Dark Side. I got Freddy's Nightmares. I got The Hitchhiker. Wow. I got Alfred Hitchcock, The 80s Presents. Remember the 80s show we had there? Yes. Oh, that's seven. Wow. Seven. seven. I think there's I think there's more. But I was going to like do like a whole, like just try to burn through as much as that. Tales from the Crypt. Mm, that. Of course. Uh, right. mm-hmm. I would hope so. Uh, that's eight. Eight of them. I don't know. Holy that shit. might be it. But wow. I'm going to just watch a, a disc a night of each one of them. Wow. Or not each one of them at night, but you know. Right. Yeah, right. I didn't watch any of it. <laughs> it just didn't happen. No. I know I do the same thing. I'm always like, oh, I'll do this and this and this. And then the next thing you know, I'm like, oh, I, I ran out of time. What the fuck happened? There's not enough time, Derek. Not enough time. Well, actually, there is enough time. It's just that we end up wasting so much time with, like, work and shit. Yeah, between working and sleeping. Mm-hmm. It doesn't leave you a lot. Indeed. To work with there. Indeed. Been trying to human being out there and like oh, that takes time. <sighs> trying to be a fucking person. <laughs> That's exhausting. That takes a good chunk of time. You gotta interact and fucking mm. do shit. Yep. That's a lot. Yeah, shit. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> anyway. We are we are not here to talk about how depressing the world well, we kind of are, but <laughs> Depressing the world. <laughs> we don't want to depress you. We're just trying to, you know, sure. you're not alone out there if you go through <laughs> hard times. And the best thing, you just got to laugh. Sure. You know? Sure. You keep trucking. And I hope that. Because it'll we... get better, right? It gets better. It could happen. It's yeah. Possibility. It does get, it does get better because, uh, one of these days, you'll hear. Now you die. <laughs> We're not good at this. <laughs> I hope I do hear that. <laughs> now you die. Like, oh shit! What was that? Uh... <laughs> It's a courtesy. We just like to tell everybody now. <laughs> now you die. Oh, I appreciate that. Thanks. Speaking of which, um, that was a that was a rough segue. As we get into, uh, we have first of all, uh, we have a keeper's condolence to talk about, but we have oh man, I know we have a couple of good things as well. Um, and first of all, let's get it over with the, that sounded fucking heartless, huh? Let's fucking get it over with. Um, the, the condolence that we want to mention is, um, that surprisingly we just lost Peter Scolari. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw that. Peter Scolari. Yeah. He he died at the age of sixty six after a two year battle with cancer. Uh, you know, I haven't seen him in so long, but I I, I was know. a fan. Uh, was not buddies was was a, was a great show when I was growing up. Oh yeah, and uh, I'd see him pop up in other things every once in a while, and it was really cool to see him. Yeah, like Newhart, he was in that. Yes, I liked him in Newhart. He was mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's uh, that's very sad, especially you know to cancer and sixty six is is not that old. Yeah. So he he still could have had some good life in him, but unfortunately, yeah, um, but it's been kind of nice seeing a lot of people, a lot of uh, other celebrities like talking about him and stuff and what a good guy he was. So, um, so condolences to his friends and family and fans. Uh, another another huge loss. Thank you for your years of entertainment, sir, and we salute you. Yes. We definitely do. Now, moving on to a couple of um, happier things. <laughs> uh, we want to. <laughs> we want to wish. We should like just get shave off the whole beginning of the show. <laughs> <laughs> we would like to It'll wish. It'll be a test of who who can sit through the first part and make it to the yeah, actual no show shit, part. Huh? We would like. To wish a happy birthday, first of all, to director Sam Raimi, who turned 62. Sam Raimi, of course, director of one of the greatest franchises of all time, Evil Dead, as well as the Spider-Man, the first set of Spider-Man movies. Happy birthday to you, good uh, sir. Birthday, sir. Did it today? Uh, Did it start the other day? In, well, um, you're saying it, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. <clears throat> And a couple of days ago, um, we also want to say a belated happy birthday to one of our all-time favorites, the man who helped us create the bacon list, Mr. Jeff Goldblum, who turns Jeff, <laughs> 69. Yeah, <laughs> it's appropriate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, right? He's naughty. Naughty. Oh, man. What? That makes me sad. Well, that he's getting up there. Don't. Oh, he's still. He's still. Is, he, he's in better shape than we are. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't be in a world without Jeff Goldblum. I know, right? right. Oh, I love wow. Jeff Goldblum. It's not, it's not a place I want to be. Nope. You know, it sucks. I tried to show my niece. We were trying to watch scary movies or whatever. Mm. And I tried to show her Mr. Frost and ah. she, she wasn't. Mm. She wasn't digging it. Yeah. She like it's Jeff Goldblum too. I'm like, oh, see, this well, is perfect. Then. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum is the devil. The devil, you say? The devil. <laughs> but yeah, she didn't really. Ugh. She was really tired though at the, at the time. But well, I get, you know, I guess I we can like, forgive oh, it because Mr. Frost is kind of a um, ah, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's... slow burn. Mm -hmm. I guess, yeah. I don't know. No. That's the thing people but it's, say. It's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of a cult movie, so, you know. It is available on YouTube. Is it? Yeah, but what sucks is that it's like, you know, a copy of a VHS oh, tape. Geez, you know, so. yeah. Why is that not on DVD somewhere? No shit. I fucking love that movie. Or something. Oh. It's too good to be lost to the just Yeah. To time like that. On Jeff Goldblum was so perfect. Where people should watch it. He's creepy as fuck. Yeah, he is. That's why. That's a movie that makes me think he'd be a good Joker. Like I saw that. Like that's why I was like, oh, he'd be a fucking good Joker. Oh. He'd be fucking scary as fuck. Yeah, he <laughs> would. That would be fucking awesome. And he's so fucking weird that like he just I don't know like it would like I would love to see him in his prime being the Joker. It would mm. 
It would be masterful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would. Oh, man. That would have been so awesome. I love it. Just thinking about it, I'm like, ooh, that would be so awesome. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Love it. He's so charming and creepy at the same time. You're just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Love it. Well, a very happy birthday to you, Mr. Goldblum. Again, man. Indeed. An actor we love so much, we had to create the bacon list for. He's good shit. Good shit. That's what we're saying. Shit. All right. So, there you have it. There's our condolences and birthdays. Keep birthday. Yeah. We've never done that before. The circle of life, people. We we don't have a name for it. The circle of life. Anyway. <laughs> let's get, let's get on with our stories, shall we? Indeed. Oh. Okay. And what's interesting? Speaking of director Sam Raimi, our our first story involves uh something he worked on, um, and uh, that is uh there are rumors now coming out. That in the Spider-Man Far, uh, wait, I keep getting them mixed up now. What's the new one? No Way Home. In the Sp- in the Spider-Man No Way Home movie, uh, we know that we're getting several people, including Doc Ock and uh, Green Goblin. It looks like and and such. Um, but it it looks like we might also be getting the Sandman. From Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I remember hearing something about that, actually. Mm. A while ago. Yep. Um, It hasn't been officially confirmed, but it looks like uh, recently Empire Magazine put out a Spider-Man cover that has, um, like, Doc Ock's tentacles on it and stuff. And it looks like there's a little bit of the Sandman in the, in the picture as well. So... Oh. Yeah, I think I saw somebody said that they could see him in the trailer sort of. Yeah, I think they I've thought. heard that too, yeah. Which is cool. I mean, might as well. Yeah, but it's just kind of weird because he was kind of a reluctant villain in that movie. True, true. But, um, he could, Well, yeah. I guess Doc Ock kind of was, sort of, too. Uh, kind of, yeah. But, uh, he could, um, he could just kind of, being that he was, you know he kind of fell into a bad circle. He could just kind of fall into, you know, if they do like possibly a sinister six type thing with all of this, he could like get stuck with them and not really, you know, be like, eh, I don't really want to do this, but I ain't got a choice. Yeah. It was like his whole motivation was his, his, uh, his sick daughter. Daughter. So it's like, yeah. Is she still sick? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, oh, she needs a... Maybe if he gets pulled out of what, you know, the the Tobey Maguire universe into the Tom Holland universe, and maybe he's just trying to get home. Yeah. Like, if you help us, we'll get you home or something. I don't know. Yeah, something. Yeah. I don't know. We'll I hope they don't do, like, just ignore what their motivations were. and Right. Movies and just be like remember they they're the villains mm-hmm. remember and they're all villainy now yeah because that will be weird because like that's not how it was exactly mm-hmm. 
So like even Doc Ock, he was right. He started out good. You know, yeah, but he was like he had like the, the inhibitor chip, you know, in the in the um, tentacles. Right, like it fried. So that's when they were kind of like messing with his brain. Right. So let's see. We have um, we got Doc Ock. We got Electro. We got the Green Goblin. Looks like Sandman. I think all we're missing now is maybe the lizard and the venom from the third Spider-Man movie, which I'm pretty sure we probably won't see the venom. No, I think Not, I heard something about the lizard, though. Yeah, we could possibly see the lizard. And maybe the vulture. Oh, yeah, the vulture. Right, right. Uh, no Mysterio, though. No. <laughs> no. Or at least well, maybe behind the scenes or something. I don't know. I mean, he could be dead, but like. I don't know if he is. Really. Oh yeah, but he could. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You have a good point there. You have a good point. It's possible. It is possible. It would be, I mean, I know it's Jake Gyllenhaal, so I don't know. Well, I don't know what's going to happen after this too, because I don't know if they're going to keep it going or what. You know. <sighs> yeah, I'm kind. It's of, all up in the air there. I'm kind of afraid to think about that. And then there's the other thing. Did you hear about the whole with the licensing or the mm. trademarks of? Like Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, and mm-hmm. all those, all these characters. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the hell's going on there. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, I think that they'll be able to figure it out, but, you know. Yeah, I hope so, they, yeah. If they're like, well, it's going to be too costly to just deal with it, you know, maybe that's why they're like, Miles Morales. That's why he's showing up in a bunch of stuff. And they're like, Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. You guys didn't create him, did you? Uh-huh. No, so... Which would be a shame. Yeah, totally. I mean, I'm not- sick of char- characters being locked away because of some. I know. Some kind of a legal bullshit, you know? Ooh, then uh, you're going to like the third story we have coming up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, See, I like reading the stories, but then I kind of just like, I like rehearing them again. So. Yeah. I can get the freshest take. I can. <laughs> right. I, know, I can. Sure, sure, sure. Because I don't know what the hell you're going to... I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> well, in that case... sound clip. <laughs> no, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> in that case, what do you say we move on? Okay. Okay. What's the matter with you people? I was joking! Don't you know a joke when you hear one? <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> so our next story uh, actually uh, moves on from Marvel to Star Wars. Because um, it looks like Hayden Christensen is coming back to be a part of the upcoming Ahsoka series. Yes. Uh, I just heard about that like yesterday or something. Yeah. It's... Um, we don't know how yet he's going to be a part of the series, but, uh, yeah. Well, the one thing I did hear is that the Ahsoka show, <clears throat> excuse me, takes place like five years after Return of the Jedi. Hmm. So, I mean, it has That's, It'd have to be the ghost. Yeah. Or I was thinking maybe mm. she could do like, I don't know if I, I keep thinking Kung Fu, but I don't remember if, like Kung Fu, you know, like David Carradine when they had like flashbacks of teachings or oh, uh, his master yeah. or something. Does that happen in Kung Fu, right? Um, 
Was that a thing in Kung Fu? I feel like it was, but I, I'm not. I haven't seen Kung Fu in a very long time. But, I haven't uh, either, so I'm not sure. <laughs> but that's what keeps popping in my head as a as a reference to that. But you know, like her kind of a nomadly, you know, like right. she's kind of on her own, and mm-hmm. and then remembering back to you know stuff with her her master. And right. I see something like that. I don't know the ghost. I heard something about the force ghost thing but i, I don't i it kind of gets uh, messy like i don't know yeah yeah because if, if you're talking to him then why can you you know then you, who do you where do you stop you know right <laughs> and she's older than him so if she's talking to his ghost uh. and plus he looks like he's still like really young so yeah. that would be weird <laughs> yeah. hmm. i don't know and that's one thing i don't like too that they were people were talking about it and they were saying that the whole force goes thing, and they're explaining like, oh, Qui Gon's the first one that, well, he, something he didn't get the complete training or something, so he could, you could talk to him, but you couldn't, he couldn't manifest himself as a ghost. Hmm. And then he helps, you know, Yoda and Obi Wan and whatever. Hmm. But I'm like, I don't, I don't like that they try to explain that. I'm like, I yeah. always just took it as like they became one with the force, and they were able to, to just. Do it, you know. Once they became one with the source, you know, like yeah. they were able to transcend physical limitations, you know. Right. That's a better explanation to me than oh, well, I I, I learned it and then I passed it on to the guy and then he told another guy <laughs> right. and then they well, all learned it and then oh, but if you're bad, you didn't learn it and I'm like what? Yeah, and not everybody could learn it. Just uh, yeah, yeah, like. It doesn't. I don't like that. I don't like explaining that. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't feel like it needed an explanation. I'm like, yeah, I don't either. Mm. So I don't know. It gets weird there with the whole force ghost thing. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. Like I liked it. Like like in Empire Strikes Back when we saw Obi Wan's ghost, I was never like, oh, I wonder how that happens. I was, you know, it was just like, cool, Obi Wan's back. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like he just was like, you know so powerful or just like one with the force that he could just manifest himself like that just to you know yeah with the surrounding energy you know just using the force he could right make like an avatar of himself you know like to physically yes appear exactly or whatever you know what i mean yeah like i never questioned like how did they do that right i was like okay the force i i kind of understand oh yeah totally you know yep I was it never plausible to me. Yeah, I was never like, wait a minute, how's he coming back? Yeah, yeah I wasn't like, oh fuck it, he's a fucking spook now. <laughs> you get a priest, dude. Scary. Power of Christ compels you. Like, you know, I didn't like. <laughs> I never felt like. I don't know. I know. Because <sighs> even in Revenge of the Sith, like Yoda's like, he tells Obi Wan he's been communing with Qui Gon. He's like, and I'll teach you how to talk to him or whatever. Mm. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do not agree. No. And then it's like in a throwaway line that you just like, it's a one line and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so now that's canon now. Like, oh, you have to learn how to talk to them. Yeah, oh. right. No, sir. Stop I don't trying like to unspecial the special things about Star Wars. <laughs> Exactly. Magic out of, out of it. You're like, oh, the midichlorians and, yeah. and train you how to talk to ghosts and shit. I'm like, you know, just cut that shit out. Exactly. But Hayden Christensen, yeah, that's good. Yeah. 
Sure. <laughs> I'm trying to bring him back. I keep, I keep going off the trail there, but I don't mean to. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. But on that, I was kind of excited because I thought maybe it would be a dark figure, but. Yeah. But I don't see how that could work. I hope there are more Darth Vader things, though. I mean, I know that it may be bad to oversaturate it, you know? Yeah. But he's too cool. Way like, too I want to cool. see, spend time with him. Yeah. Like, beyond just being, like, you know, I want to see the more Emperor's heavy, like him actually. I want to see more stuff like, like, um, Vader and Rogue One. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I want to see, like, you know, fucking people up, but I also just, like, his, get his internal struggles you know like how what the hell's going on in there you know right (laughs) i think that would be interesting i think so too well on that note shall we move on okay what's the matter with you people i was joking don't you know a joke when you hear one (laughs) (laughs) ah so um now we're going to get into the story i briefly mentioned earlier and that is that there are rumors, there are rumors abound that um, the rights to the Hulk, as far as movie rights goes, might have already been reverted back to Marvel Studios. And that they might actually Ooh. be planning a Hulk solo film. And it could possibly be based on the World War Hulk storyline. Which yeah, is confusing. Mm. What? I, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. How? I don't know. It's all rumors right now, but that would be cool. What? Yeah, but they. Oh, I. <laughs> I don't even know what to say because obviously they already fucked that up as far as setting it up. Anyway, yes, exactly. That's what I was thinking because, um, for those who don't know, the World War Hulk story. Did you read that story in the comics? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's um, when I was still reading yeah. comics. The. The World War, War Hulk storyline comes right after the storyline where Hulk was on Sakaar, which was the Planet, planet Hulk storyline. So in the comics, um, the Illuminati, which is, you know, Reed Richards, Tony Stark, Stark, Doctor Strange, etc. They decide Namor. to... Namor. Namor, yeah. Although he's kind of... He's part of the Illuminati, but he, he doesn't always agree with them. But anyway, um, so they sent the Hulk out to space and found him a planet that he could be happy on. Um, but he something happened during the flight and he ended up being he ended up crashing on a planet, the planet Sakaar, which I hope I'm saying that right. I don't remember now. Um, but anyway, and he, and it was like this, he became like a, a warrior on the planet, like a gladiator and stuff and a warrior and even, even got 
built himself a little family and everything. And he found a, uh, a wife and even had a son. Um, and then he ended up returning. He had a pretty to- fucked up birth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he returned to Earth. And when he got back to Earth, he decided to, uh, you know, take revenge on yeah, he, he, everybody. He left out a crucial thing there. What part? With his ship, that because he, he landed there, and then he was, like, captured, and he was, like, trapped in the Hulk form. Yes, yes, yes. But then he was, like, a gladiator, and, like, and he rose, and he became kind of like a messiah kind of figure, or, you know, like, they were like, oh, he's right, right, gonna, right. And then he became, like, the ruler. Yes. And, you know, met the wife, and, you know, all that stuff. But the ship had, like, a fail-safe, like, nuclear fucking thing or something. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. So there was like a weird thing that got fucked up and it wound up exploding and wiping out, you know, a good chunk of his world and killed his wife. Yes. So, which I believe was not how his son was born. Like he was just left over after his mother disintegrated, basically. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I believe you're. Correct. Yeah. Cause at first I don't think he knew of his son cause he thought yes. he would die. Right. So he was understandably pissed. And he was like, I'm going back to Earth. Right. Fuck, <laughs> fucking them all up. I don't know. I don't know if it was understandably pissed, but you know. <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, thank Christ. <laughs> <laughs> nag, nag, nag. That one. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, just to, as far as motivation and wanting to come back and fuck everybody up. Right. And he he did. He did a lot of fucking up. But I don't remember those. How did it come to... Like, how did it end? Oh, fuck. Because I remember there were all the tie-in books and everything. Mm. But I don't remember how it just became to a point where it was like, we're good now or whatever. Uh, Yeah, it's been so long, too, since I've read it. Oh, let's see. Mm. But yeah, like... It's, it's weird that they would even talk about that because I'm like, okay, you already used this car thing and him being sent away. Like, they they used, you know, they but they didn't get into the whole thing. But I'm like, how can you can't, like, redo that? Yeah. That's that's done. That's that's gone. Yeah. And you made the whole car thing kind of a joke, so I'm like, I... I, <laughs> I <laughs> oh. Unless they try to, like, move it to his son. Say his son, he had a son and he didn't know about mm. and then his son from being abandoned and you know and knew mm. where his father lived right is from like came there to um, which is not so here's here's what wikipedia i'll summarize what it says on wikipedia about how <clears throat> how it ended world war hulk ended so they sent in the sentry of course and the sentry yeah. it was like they created Kind of like their version of Superman, kind of, but different. Um, Superman level power, yeah, anyway. Yeah. So, Sentry and Hulk battle each other. They leveled the city, and it, eventually they both reverted into their uh, non-powered forms of Robert Reynolds and Bruce Banner. Reynolds passed out. Oh, Reynolds was, yeah, he passed out. Um, and then... Part of Hulk's, what they, he called his warbound family, 
um, Meek, who we saw in Thor Ragnarok, attacks Banner. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can remember him like being evil or something like he had. Yeah, he turned on him or something. Yeah. Um, Rick Jones pushes Banner aside and is injured. Banner turns back into the Hulk. Um, Hulk attacks Meek. And Meek reveals that the explosion that killed his wife was not caused by the Illuminati, but by the Red King loyalists from Sakaar. Meek chose, Meek chose not to prevent it, hoping it would encourage the Hulk to keep destroying... Uh, Hulk was so pissed at that that he unwillingly radiated energy that threatened Earth. So Tony Stark activated some satellites. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Some weaponized satellites that opened fire on the Hulk, leaving him unconscious in his Bruce Banner form. And then he got imprisoned by S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, yeah. Oh, and here it says... so. Namor was spared from the Hulk's wrath because Hulk discovered early on that Namor was the sole Illuminati member who was opposed to banishing Hulk. Clearly, we're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I, I remember now that you were saying it, I, I remember that, but... I remember yeah, that, too. I remember the satellite. Gradually worked them back in. Yeah. See, I don't remember that part. I remember the, the meek turn, though. But Meek wasn't even the character in fucking Thor, right? <laughs> I know. It's like a pet, basically. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So. And the, the rock guy. Tell us the rock guy's name again. Korg. Korg, yeah. Like, he was, you know, just a joke in mm, Thor. Right yeah. Rock. I know. Which is a little disappointing. So, it'd be cool if they do World War Hulk, but I don't know how they're going to properly do it without connecting it, you know, to Sakaar and stuff. The only, only way I can see it is, or maybe, well, shit, I'm, I'm writing it now. <laughs> well, how did they get back, though? Um, that's what, in Thor Ragnarok, how did they? In Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Uh, um. They went through that, that big butthole thing in the sky. <laughs> and when they, they used the, uh, well, that's what they called it, or something like that. Yeah, right? no, they did, yeah. And they use the um the Grand Master ship, I believe. Yes, they stole right? ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I remember his old ship was there, but they couldn't use it for some reason. I can't remember, but mm-hmm. or he like fucked it up or something. Yeah, something. Like, but maybe, maybe they do it, but with the Hulk son, and like something happened with the ship, and there was some kind of a thing on there that exploded it, and he hells, oh. you know, like he thinks his dad left. His right. dad left, and then you know left the. A fucking bomb to wipe out the place, and he was like, you know, like those "you never loved me, dad" fucking thing. You know? Right, like, right, yeah. He was like supposed to be a great warrior, and like he has contempt for his father, so he's like, you know, I'm a mm-hmm. better warrior than he ever was. And right, you know, and then him come back. What was his son? The scar, right? Is scar, that yeah. Was S K A A R R. Like. That's the only way I can see that would make any sense, which is I could MCU wise, like that makes I could see that. Yeah, but yeah. I guess I don't know if I love right, it, but. yeah. But it makes sense, yeah, for what they do. Hmm. Interesting. Well I don't know. who knows? Again, it's all rumor right now, so 
who knows if we'll even actually see it happen but it would be kind of cool to see a solo hulk movie again yeah yeah some like weird shit that they could get into but mm. i don't know if they will do that yeah i know right <laughs> speaking of which um it's only like bring the leader back yes it's only like two weeks until eternals comes out yeah which i've been hearing reviews of it and i don't know it's hard to get a, a bead on what exactly what everybody i hear it says it's not like any other marvel movie it doesn't feel like it's really connected i don't know if that's good or bad it's like very visually <laughs> beautiful yeah yeah it sounds like the the director i i can't remember her, her name but i guess she oh right you know like she's a I think she just won an Academy Award or something for her last film. Mm. So I feel like if they say it kind of feels like it's her movie with a marble dressing, you know. Mm. But I, I I have heard that it has it taps into a lot of future possibilities of like oh, the universe really? and like oh, wow. of Marvel and stuff. So there's like, mm. but I haven't heard that it's that great though. I haven't heard it's bad, but I heard it's kind of like, hmm. it's okay, you know. Hmm. But I am curious to see it, but I haven't heard anything like, holy shit, that was... Right, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I guess we'll see. In the meantime, let's move on, shall we? Okay. What's the matter with you people? I was joking! Don't you know a joke when you hear one? <laughs> Speaking of... Marvel movies and such. There's been some more movie delays. Yay. So, not just with Marvel either, with some other Disney properties, but... So, here we go. Um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness was coming out May 25th. 2022 is now... I mean, March 25th is now coming out May 6th. Oh, shit, that's my fucking wedding anniversary <laughs> oh that's nice <laughs> Let, let's see if i can convince my wife to go see dr strange for our anniversary <laughs> now you die well she likes oh, marvel sorry, movies dear. yes but <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so we'll see um thor love and thunder was supposed to be coming out on my anniversary may 6th but is now coming out in July, July eighth, twenty twenty two. The well, so far those aren't too bad. No, Black Panther, Panther, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever was coming out on July eighth. It's now coming out November eleventh. So basically, they're all just kind of swapping, you know, moving up their dates. Um, the Marvels was coming out November eleventh next year. It's now coming out, oh wow, February 17th, the day before my birthday, 2023. It's um, all about you, isn't it? Everything revolves around Derek and his shit. <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, was coming out the day before my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and it's now coming out on July 28th, 2023. Um, and then there are three untitled. This will be the unit of measure for everything now. My birthday, yes. 
yeah, like how many days, how many months are away from your birthday and everything is. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Um, Doctor Strange is going to be under two months. No. Um, there are three untitled Marvel movies listed here that are also one's been removed from the schedule. That sucks. Oh, two of them have been removed from schedule and one has hmm. been moved up. From eleven ten twenty three to eleven three twenty three. Okay. Well, so that's the. Moment. I heard that the Guardians three is the only one that hasn't been moved. It's still whatever one, whatever its plans to come out is. It's still on schedule for that. Huh. That's weird. I've heard. Oh, I did not look at the reason why they were moved. Well, that's what sucks when everything's connected. Like if something changes. Yeah. Right. Like after like you can't just swap everything. the movies, right? <laughs> um, some other Disney films that have been moved include Indiana Jones Five. Oh man, yeah. Can I just real quick? Oh please. I I believe they um there's supposedly a leak of what what the shit's about. Oh no. And I and I heard it and I oh, was no. like oh no. Oh no! Oh, and it's and it sounds really plausible. So I'm like, oh Ugh. no! And I really hate it. Oh no! I really hate it. Oh no! I'm like, can we just is there the just not do it option? Let's just not do it. <laughs> There's like time travel and shit. Oh no! Like, no! Oh. No! <laughs> no. <laughs> young, uh, young indie, old indie things. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if this is true, so that's why, you know. But I mean, I think that's been pushed back like a year or something. Right? <laughs> so like, it's not good. That's all I know. Oh no! I had to listen to it. And I was like, oh, I don't like anything that I just heard at all. Oh, I hate no. it. <laughs> I hate it. Oh no! <laughs> no! No! I'm like, I just wanted it to end on a good note. Like just, just do. If you're gonna do Indiana Jones, just do it good, please. And then we can say, "Oh, good, the Indiana Jones movies were good." Oh fuck! Well, now I'm sad. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but I think there's been quite a, a blowback from what has supposedly been released. So maybe they're like, "Hey, let's not do that." Maybe yeah, that's why. Hopefully, back. That would be great. Maybe they're gonna change the mind. It would be great because I was like, I don't hate it, all of it. <laughs> oh, fuck. <sighs> yeah. Well, so maybe they're like, oh shit. Yeah, it looks like anyway. The mo- indie's being pushed back almost a fucking year to to uh, um a year later. <laughs> yeah. So maybe they're, maybe they're like, we need more, more time to figure this shit out. Yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah, so now it was coming out July 29th, 2022, my sister's birthday, and now <laughs> it's coming out on, on June 30th, 2023. Yeah. Well, on that lovely note, let's fucking move on, shall we? What's the matter with you people? I was joking! Don't you know a joke when you hear one? <laughs> I wish that was a joke. <laughs> so. Me too. Black Adam. 
starring The Rock, coming out. I'm actually, and it's an actual DC movie and a Rock Dwayne, The Rock Johnson movie I'm actually interested in. But how much do we really know about Black Adam? Well, let's discuss it, shall I know he's a Virgo. He enjoys walks on the beach. (laughs) He's a big fan of Coldplay. (laughs) (laughs) He loves puppers. Puppers. (laughs) He loves puppets. What? He likes to snuggle. (laughs) Puppers. (laughs) So, um... Uh, Black Adam kind of has a weird history. Um, he actually was around before Captain Marvel Shazam. Um, thousands of years ago, there was a wizard, and he was the high priest of the Pharaoh Tut the Third. Uh, he served as their champion, and he wanted to find a worthy successor. So eventually, he fell upon. Teth Adam of Kondok, uh, who had the qualifications the wizard was looking for. So Teth Adam became next in line for the power. But instead of getting the wizard's gifts, his daughter Blaze changed which gods Adam would get his power from after a deal with the god Set. So, um... While Shazam is powered by the Egyptian gods, Black Adam, I mean, Shazam is powered by the Greek gods. Black Adam is powered by the Egyptian gods. Um, But he still has to say Shazam to activate his powers as well. Um, He was at first a good guy, but then with his daughter Blaze's help, he became corrupted by the power. He killed the pharaoh and ruled in his place. Eventually, the wizard traps his power in a scarab necklace and leaves Adam's body to wither in the tomb of Ramses II. Then, in the modern age, a man named Theo Adam, Black Adam reincarnated, finds the tomb with Billy Batson's parents. Uh, Drawn by the Scarab's power, he kills Billy Batson's parents and steals the Scarab. He activates the powers and becomes Black... Yeah, no shit, huh? He becomes Black Adam and lives the life of a supervillain, attacking Shazam and even telling him that he's the one who killed Billy's parents. (laughs) Eventually... The real Adam separates himself from Theo's murderous mind and reforms, joining the Justice Society of America. Uh, But later on, he defected again and is now more of an anti-hero and occasional antagonist. Crazy shit, huh? Yeah, because I remember like, well, in the, well, I haven't read it in a while, but he was kind of, yeah, Mm. like... He wasn't bad, but he wasn't good. He was kind of in the middle right. there. Although he was very protective of his home of Kondok. Or Kandak, however you yeah. want to say it. He gave, he gave me strong Namor vibes. Yes, yes, very much, very much. Yeah, that's what it made me feel like he was kind of, kind of Namory. Which is weird, because I think The Rock would be a good Namor. But 
Mm. Whoa, man. I don't know. Mm. I kind of like that. That could be interesting. I could see that. I could totally see that. So here are here's a little look into Black Adam's powers and weaknesses. Um, so as I said, Shazam's powers come from Greek gods, but Adam's comes with comes from Egyptian gods. So it's still Shazam, but it's Shu uh, who gives him endurance and self-sustenance. Not sure what that does that mean he doesn't have to eat? I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, the next god is Heru, who gives him superhuman speed and flight, clocking in at speeds of Mach 500. Uh, and, yeah. The next god is Amon, who gives him superhuman strength that allows him to take on the entire Marvel family at once. Uh, next up is Zahuti, Zahuti, who gives him knowledge, clairvoyance, hypnosis, and the ability to speak any language. Wow. Uh, and then there's Aton. Zahuti, that sounds like an app or something. <laughs> it does. Uh, it's like Google Translate. <laughs> Next up is Aton, who gives him mystical enhancements, including interdimensional power. I don't know what the fuck that means, but it sounds good. Electrokinesis and healing. Weird. And then finally, uh, Mihen, who gives him superhuman inner strength along with an invulnerability. The fuck does that mean, inner strength? (laughs) (laughs) He feels really good about himself. He's his best friend. (laughs) But fortunately, he does have some weaknesses, some big weaknesses. Characters, magical characters can inflict severe damage on him. Um, Lightning attacks can hinder him. So he wouldn't be very good against Thor. Uh Uh, So also if Shazam were to like grab Adam and say Shazam, he would transform Adam back into his human form. Um, Yeah, and that's it. I want to see like a, somebody that has like their weaknesses, like they're allergic to shellfish or something. I know, right? <laughs> like a superhuman being is like, uh-huh. oh, you can't. he's lactose intolerant, though. And of course, give him a glass of milk, I'll fuck him all. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> and of course, if you can keep him from saying Shazam, you can keep him from turning into Black Adam altogether. There you go. <laughs> It's like a weird Beetlejuicey kind of thing or something. <laughs> shazam, Shazam, Shazam. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see how they handle all of that in the movie. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think that'll be cool. I think so. I think it's going to be interesting. All right. So on that oh. note. What? This is totally off topic. Oh. I just gotta throw this in there because okay. I just thought of it. Go for it. You know, we were watching well, we watched Halloween last week. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about it with somebody and I was just like, you know, they're talking about, you know, the vicious of kills and stuff, and I was like I'm like, is this weird that just watching like a sixty year old something man like kill old people like this is 
But I'm like, then I was like, that would be awesome to have a slasher film that is just all old people. <laughs> like, all, like all the old people would play like the teen roles. Be like, you know, that would be like, kind, kind of interesting. Kind of the same fucking tropey shit, but it's just all like people in their 80s. <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely be something different. <laughs> and like, he just like rips her off. Like a nursing home or something. <laughs> you have like the cocky, like the 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 cocky guy that all the girls like. And, uh, <laughs> I I was like, you know, I don't know. I kind of like to see that in a weird way. I kind of would too. That would be funny. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be awesome. All right, I'm sorry. I just throw it in there. <laughs> just popped uh-huh. my head. I was like, oh. All right, then uh, let's move on. What's the matter with you people? I was joking. Don't you know a joke when you hear one? (laughs) So that was actually the voice of Gene Wilder from Young Frankenstein, um, which is interesting because our next story is about, um, comes out, involves Mel. I almost said Mel Gibson. (laughs) Fucking A. I almost said Mel Gibson. Mel Blank, who directed Young Frankenstein, and another movie called The History of the World. And uh, I'll let you handle this next part since you brought it up. Or if you're not prepared. Okay. I I am not, because I didn't know why I wasn't going to be talking about it, but I can get up to speed quickly here. I started looking at up just in case you were gonna throw it to me <laughs> um what is that my internet is not cool oh. so while you're doing that i'll just say um there has been talk that we there could be a history of the world 2 coming out um and i just saw something that says mel brooks is making history of the world part 2 as a variety show Oh, shit. I think I just said Mel Blank after I said Mel Gibson. It's supposed to be Mel Brooks. What the fuck? <laughs> Stop throwing all the Mel's around. You're going to fuck with me. I'm going to start saying like Mel Torme or something. <laughs> Mel Torme. Oh. John Mellencamp. Did you say Mel Blank? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a little uh, the history of Jack and Diane part two. <laughs> 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 Dude, History of the World Part Okay, is Hulu has officially ordered History of the World Part 2, which is a direct follow-up to the classic comedy by Mel Brooks. Part 2 will be presented as a variety series that serves as a sequel to the original movie that was released in 1981. Mm-hmm. Brooks served as a writer, director, producer on that movie in addition to, well, yeah, we know. <laughs> Mel Brooks is back to serve as writer and executive producer, along with Nick Kroll, Wanda Sykes, Ike Barinholtz, David Stassen, I don't remember, and Kevin Salter huh. are also exec producing. Interesting. Brooks said in a statement, I can't wait to once more tell the real truth about all the phony baloney stories the world has been disbelieving <laughs> our history. Well said. So, yeah, I mean, there's not really much past that. Right. Because no actors have been cast yet. But yeah, I guess they're going to do it as a series on Hulu, which. Well, I mean, it's been a long time since the last one, so I guess, you know, <laughs> right. I guess it kind of makes sense. But I'm a pretty big fan of History of the World Part 1. I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time, but 
I always like that one. Yeah, I haven't seen that in ages. The Inquisition. <laughs> yeah, and that uh, with Gregory Hines and stuff was great. Um, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. I always wondered. I'm like, will they ever do like another part? So it's kind of cool that it's happening. But I don't know if the world is is okay with Mel Brooks humor now. <laughs> Yeah, you know? that's true. I mean, he never did anything in a in a hateful or hurtful way. No, really, you know? no, certainly not. But but he also didn't hold back. You know, I hope they don't have to, yeah, I hope they don't have to like sanitize it to you know mm. just to make it. That would be a shame. Mm. Yeah, that definitely would. That definitely would. But I have to say, I I, I kind of want to see it. I don't have Hulu again. It's like Hulu. <laughs> But I just saw that and I was like, we have to at least mention that. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. Hopefully it'll uh it'll be um pretty good. Yeah, uh, when I read that that story was from Variety, that's the only thing I could find. I was like, trying to find something real quick. Yeah, I right. one thing, but it, <laughs> it didn't work and I was like, uh-huh. All right. Um on that note, let's move on. What's the matter with you people? I was joking! Don't you know a joke when you hear one? <laughs> And that is it for our stories this evening. So now it's time to move on to our recommendation section. And, uh, well, once again, I ain't got jack shit to recommend. So, uh, you, my friend, however, have a couple of interesting ones. So, uh, why don't yeah. you take the wheel? Okay. Well, first of all, I watched the new Dune film. Um, on hmm. the HBO Max, there. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I need a, I have to, Do I need a spoiler I warning? No. Cause okay. It's part one, two, so it's not really like right. it's kind of a lot. It's really set up really for. Mm. I have mixed feelings. Not like mm-hmm. if I did if I liked it or not, but I mean like, I mean it's visually beautiful like the design and everything is mm-hmm. just so many like shots of like ships and stuff that remind me of like 60s sci-fi like oh, artwork no that I remember. like I, I can't even like specifically point out shit but i like i feel like i've seen shit like that like huh. illustrations of like it's really cool like all the design and everything and all the actors are, are pretty good like the timothy chalamet guy like i keep hearing about him but i've never actually seen him in anything that i'm aware of but he actually did a really good job. Like I liked mm. him. I thought he was good. It's weird though because it feels like it takes its time. Like it eases you into like what's going on. So even if you never know anything about Dune, like I don't feel like you're gonna get lost. Like what the fuck's happening? You know oh, what I mean? Right. That's good. That's good. So that yeah. So I think that's cool. But at the same time, it's like they took their time to tell stuff. But then I feel like they wasted time at the same time uh. because they didn't really. I, I wish that they dove into the lore a little more because they touch on things enough that you know what's going on, but it doesn't really explain mm. stuff like the spice, like the importance of the spice. They don't really get into that. Like, why does everybody want that? You know that it's a it's a, an important commodity and everybody, you know, like it's right. Everybody wants it, but they don't really get into why, which I find weird because I'm like, mm. I mean, I'm no doing expert by any means, but I mean, right. You know, I know very little about it, but which is why like, I you, just feel weird that they didn't really what I was gonna say. Which is why you would want some things explained. Yeah, 
like I feel like he was they were probably trying to ease people in, but I feel like they, they should have gotten a little a little harder. Right. Like he was <laughs> I, I was thinking something inappropriate, but like I feel like we should have I don't know, had a, had faith in the audience would be able to keep up Yeah, right. And dive a little deeper on some things. Because mm. but it makes me want to watch it again and it makes me want to watch the nineteen eighty four one again too. Oh yeah. Just because it kind of it kind of blue balls you because you're like it's a, it's part one, so yeah. right where it ends, you're like okay, it's at least I don't know how many years because they don't even greenlight the second part yet, so hopefully oh. it will get greenlit. But so yeah, kind of that want, would suck. I watch the '84 one just to, to watch the whole thing, you know, like okay, even though it's a really a bridge version of it, but I mm. think in some ways that movie did some things better though. But really, oh. I don't know. It's weird. I feel like it's it's not like Blade Runner twenty forty nine, but I feel like it's the same kind of thing. Like how I really like that movie, mm. but I don't see it being a big hit with audiences. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like I don't feel like the average viewer is going to be like, oh, that shit was the bomb. You know, like <laughs> oh fuck, dude, motherfucker, that shit was. <laughs> well, I don't see people getting jazzed about Dune still. Right. But I like it, but I don't I don't know. Hmm. That's what I was worried. I'm like I just don't see it, you know. If Blade if, the, if a sequel to Blade Runner didn't light the fucking box office on fire, I don't think Yeah. A new yeah, right. version of Dune is gonna do it. Yeah. <clears throat> but um so I was I was um planning to possibly check it out at some point. Would you recommend I check it out? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, like I don't think it's bad, but I did find myself getting a little not I would say bored, but I got a little distracted because I was it's like two and a half hours. Mm. It's kinda like if you're walking in a desert and there's this occasional oasis of, of information and you're like, oh okay. And then, <laughs> then you go back off and then <laughs> it's like like it's spaced out enough so you don't get overwhelmed, but mm. I wish that they they piled some more shit in there. Mm. My personally I don't feel like it's wasting it. It just, I don't know. It just kind of goes. It doesn't, it's not, I won't say it's wasting its time, but I wish it did more with its time. I see. I see. Yes. I understand that. It makes sense. But I did like, I can't like, I couldn't give a number or anything, but I mean, I have to watch, I want to watch it again. So, I mean, that's good that I'm not like, oh fuck, I don't want to see that again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, especially with a, you know, two and a half hour movie. If you can say that, that's definitely good. Yeah, and the director, like he, he kind of gives me a Chris Nolan-y vibe, you know, like I totally that get same that. kind yeah. of right. Yeah, like you, you know that the it's a quality made film, like mm. it's you know, right. there's no skimping on any aspects of it. So I can appreciate its quality. I wish it just sucks that it's you know part one. You're like oh right, yeah, <laughs> but. You know, this is like Lord of the Rings. Like they take, they filmed all of them together, and you're like, you know, that the next part's coming. Like if the, if the next part doesn't come, I feel like, yeah, right. It just it would ruin this, you know, because you're like, mm-hmm. who's gonna watch part one of a movie that never gets a sequel? You know, it's just right. you wouldn't do it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that would suck big time. So hopefully it does well enough that they'll follow it up, because that will be really a shame. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see where it goes. You know, right. Yeah, hopefully we will. Well, so you watched it on HBO Max, right? Yeah. Cool. Um, 
I think it would be pretty cool to see in the theater, actually, because it's, mm. it's very grand, you know, like right the scale of it. You know, I mean, I'm okay with not seeing it there, but I'm like, I definitely could get like this would be a movie that would be fucking pretty cool to see mm. in the theater. I think. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, well, that's my my second recommendation is a the PS3 store is not closing, but they're next week they're making it more difficult to buy shit on it. Yeah. Like you have to go put money in on your PS5 or PS4 and then then buy shit that way. I don't know, just add steps. I'm like, eh. Mm. So I figured I'd buy a few games before that happens. Right. So I like dusted off my PS3 and like <laughs> that shit. Up. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's funny is that I had to switch to the AV, you know, because I don't have um HDMI cables for the for my PS3. Mm. Or I don't know. I don't know if it has HDMI, but it has something, you know, like a higher thing. But when I switched it to the AV, AV setting, my TV said "engaging hamster wheel." <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> like my fucking TV's cracking jokes. <laughs> it was like hamster wheel engaged or something. I was like, oh. <laughs> I thought that was funny. So anyway, that is. I, <laughs> So I went through the fucking thing, and the PS3 store is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. It's, it's so slow, and uh, like I got kicked off so many times. I was like, "What is uh, happening?" Geez. Like I couldn't scroll too fast because it just would like kick me off. I was like, oh. mm. "So I was going through it and finding the games that I wanted, and I would take a picture of it with my phone so I wouldn't have to look <laughs> it up again." <laughs> so I bought Jet Grind Radio. Oh, cool! Parasite. Eve one and two. Oh and wow! The the game I played is the um, Batman uh, Arkham Origins Blackgate, Very which cool. came out on the PS Vita or PSP. I don't know PSP or some shit like that. Right. But it's like a a two point five D side scrolling like Metroidvania thing. I don't. I know. I hate saying it, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And so I've been playing that for the last few days, and it's weird. Like I. I've heard mixed stuff about it. Like the, the fact that it's Batman and it kind of looks like the Arkham games. Like it, it does a lot. It makes me forgive a lot, you know, mm. but it's kind of a nightmare at the same time. Oh, really? Like the, the, the map system, like looking at the map, it kind of makes sense, but you can't like change the, the direction. So it shows your arrow where you are. And you're like, there's like three different layers. You're like, where the fuck? Is that oh, exactly? Like you have wow. to try to figure out shit, you know, like that. Ugh, sounds awful. So that's a bitch. Yeah, it's not too bad, but it's definitely not not ideal. Mm. And then you, you got the gadgets and stuff, and like there's, there seems to be like a delay, and it could be because of the the high def TV. That I don't know. It could be like a slight, mm. you know, delay or something going on there. But it just feels a little clunky. Like when you have to do stuff fast, it's just it's not good. Yeah. And it still has the same combat, kind of, but they have, it, they're all in a 2D field, though. So, like, you have, like, 10 guys running at you. There's one with, like, a stun stick and a guy with a knife, and then there's the regular goons. And you have to fight each one different ways. Hmm. But you're like, I'm trying to, to uh, you know, do a cape stun on one guy, but I'm I'm hitting another guy. And then why I'm trying, <laughs> you know, like, it just turns into a fucking mess. Because in the 3D space, you can go, okay, I'm going to run over here, you know, karate chop the fuck out of this dude and then zip over here hit this guy you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you can kind of plan out right and they're spaced out so you can 
But when they're all coming at you in a line, you're like, I'm trying to hit the guy with the stick, but I'm hitting another guy, and then the guy with the stick's hitting me, and I can't. <laughs> I have to specially attack him, or I can't hit him at all. So it kind of comes frustrating. You know, you're like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> and the boss battles kind of blow. Mm. Like right now, I'm, I'm fighting. I got to where I'm a fighting black mask, but I'm like in a room, and he's at a console. And if I do do anything so far, he instantly just shoots the shit out of me and kills me. Oh, jeez. So I haven't figured out. Like I did it like three times. I was like, okay, <laughs> I just instantly <laughs> die. So I have to figure out what's going on there. But uh. and I had to fight the Joker. That was such a awful awful fight <laughs> no. it was making me so mad i did it like 10 times 20 maybe even more than that i was like i can't fucking like i kept almost killing him but then something would happen because when you have to roll out of because he tries to shoot you so the target's going on to you mm. and you have to at the last second roll out of the way but you have to double tap the x button to, to roll and sometimes it wouldn't do it quick enough and he would shoot me and then it would start the whole scenario over again and i'm like oh <laughs> It was <laughs> so mad, <laughs> but overall, it's it's kind of cool because I, you know, it's a game I've heard known for years, but I'm like I never got a chance to play it, and I knew it came out. Oh yeah, on the PS3. So I still overall enjoy it because I like the exploring and all that stuff and finding shit. That never gets old to me. I <laughs> love that. Yeah. So I think if anybody ever wondered if they're like hey, I never got a chance to play it. I mean, it's still available after the next week. It's just more of a pain in the ass to buy it, but it's not really that big of a deal. Right. Well, mm. it's pretty good. I mean, it's been out a long time, but mm. I kind of like I would give it like a strong seven right now, probably. Mm. That's not bad. Yep. So that's what it, that's all I got for recommendations this week. All right. Cool. Well, I guess it's time to move on. What's the matter with you people? I was joking! Don't you know a joke when you hear one? <laughs> to our final segment, which means that it's time for... Keep the frequency of the way! And this is the continuation of our month-long Halloween separ- separation? <laughs> Celebration! Um, where we watch... <clears throat> Some of the best of the best of Halloween movies. Of uh, scary movies. So, of course, that means that this movie we are reviewing is also considered a... <laughs> nice. And as promised, this week we reviewed Day of the Dead, which came out in 1985. And was written and directed by George A. Romero. And stars Lord Lori Cardill, Terry Alexander, Joseph Plato, and others. And the basic... Palato. Hmm? Shamil. Shamalo. <laughs> Joseph Palato. Oh. <laughs> now you die. Um, At least that's how I believe you say it. And the basic plot of the movie is, as the world is overrun by zombies, a small group of scientists and military personnel dwelling in an underground bunker in Florida must determine whether they should educate 
eliminate or escape the undead horde. <laughs> so, of course, since this is a part of our Halloween celebration and a shit that D should see, we're not really going to do our typical movie review. Um, but we're, we'll talk a little bit about the film, which this is the first time I've ever watched it. And I have to say now that I've seen um, these three, the three George Romero films, I have to say, um, I was, I was surprised. They're not at all what I thought they were, which is really interesting. <clears throat> yeah, it's a pretty good trilogy. I feel like it's not really. I mean, he has more movies, but I mean, this is like the main. Right, right, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like the fourth one still takes place in this timeline for the most part. Right. But then, like five and six are like kind of their own thing. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Um. But yeah, yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty solid trilogy. Yeah, it is. And I have to say, well, first of all. Uh, I do have to say you were you were right when you said the the movie's a little bleak. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 very <laughs> like I haven't seen this in a while, and I actually really appreciated it a lot more this time. Like mm. I was trying to, because usually when I watch any of these, I don't really think of it in a critical sense. Right. But I'm trying, you know, <laughs> right. for the show I'm doing that or trying to. Right. Not that I'm a fucking critic, you know, or, or you know, but I try to be. Right. I think about it more, you know. Right. Because I always <laughs> like this film, but it felt less to me in a way. I think the whole trying to domesticate the zombie thing, I don't know if I ever – I thought that was kind of like, what? I don't know. Like, it never dealt with me. But the guy that plays Bob, that the um, zombie, is – I mean, he's just fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> he does such a great job. He really does. Of selling that character. And he's so lovable. I'm like, I give him a little <laughs> nibble maybe. I would let him know. <laughs> Uh -huh. Bob, Bob. But it's, I find it, I find it weird that like, because when I you know watch this growing up, I always sided with the scientists. You know, mm. I was like the fucking military guy. I mean, they were out of fucking control, but Ugh. like the Joe Palato guy, uh, Rhodes. You know, he's fucking crazy. But I'm at the same time, I'm like, yeah. Like I felt it weird because this time I really was like, I, I kind of agree with them <laughs> in a way. <laughs> In a way, I mean, they were complete dicks, but yeah, they had, they did have some good points. Yeah, but you're like, why are we wasting our time with this, this shit, man? Like, they're trying to keep some semblance of humanity. They're like, oh, we're going to try to keep, I'm like, you're not going to find, we're going to domesticate them? How the fuck is that going to work? Mm -hmm. Like, we should just cut our losses and get the fuck out of here. Mm. Like, I was like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, totally. Totally. Although... I did kind of, I mean, you know, there was Bub, so there was something to that theory. Yeah, but I mean, like all the, like, like all the time it took, to, you know, like, what are yeah, you going to do? Right, like, yeah. wrangle them up and, like, yeah, you know, show them how to use a, the, the salad fork and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it, it's not, it's not whatever. It's interesting uh, to try to figure them out, but I mean, ultimately, it's not going to. Mm. I do, I really do have to useful. say. The idea of Bub the zombie walking or stumbling around with a fucking gun that he's able to fire is pretty fucking freaky. Yeah, like, oh shit. 
I like when when Rhodes at the end is like stumbles upon him. He's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> he's yelling, "Fuck!" Like, "Yeah, pus fuck!" And he like shoots him. And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> "Yeah." But but yeah, I mean, I don't mean to, I hate it. It's every, the last, especially a lot of the recent shows. I'm just talking so much, and I don't, don't mean to do that. And I'm like, "No, nah, it's fine." I'm just saying whatever you know. Totally fine. Yeah, but I feel bad because you've never seen it, so I'm like, you should be, you know, eh, talking. It's cool. You know, more if you have something to say about it. It's cool. Um, I gotta say that bunker they were in was fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, like the setting is just, you're just like, oh man, that, that sucks so hard. Like, mm-hmm. that whole, you just know that it's, oh yeah. It's the powder keg of Ugh. just waiting to go at any time. Yeah. Know? The characters were all pretty interesting, though, I have to say. Honestly. Yeah, like, I liked uh, Terry, Terry Alexander, the John guy, the the, uh, the Jamaican guy. I don't know about the accent. I'm like, I, yeah. I don't feel like he, that was a little... Mm. Yeah. Like, I feel like I could do... That would be me doing a Jamaican <laughs> accent. Like, I'm like... Right. <laughs> so it was a little distracting. Mm. But But, yeah, like, there was, like... There were like three sides, really, and I was like, I kind of am on all of their sides. <laughs> yeah, like you could see <laughs> everybody's same, point. Same time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like he wanted to, like, hey, let's just go find an island and fucking, you know, right. enjoy what, whatever we got left here and try to like rebuild. I definitely but, like, he was like rebuild. Cause, yeah, because he was like, in one part of the bunker, they had all this information from our, our world and mm. all these records and you know, trying to keep track of everything. And he's like, what, what, it it doesn't mean anything now. Right. It's pointless. Yep. So he's like, what we should do, go somewhere, start over, make babies, Mm. teach them. And he's like, and and tell them to leave everything that we have (laughs) behind. And I'm like, Hey, fucking men, brother. I would say just this place. I would say just don't tell them about it because then they'd be tempted to find it. You know? Yeah, like let's not let's not perpetuate this bullshit. Let's, right. let's start really over. <laughs> Forget all this horseshit we've built mm-hmm. and start over. I'm like, yeah, I'm on fucking Team John right now. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was totally on his side. Uh, like, yeah, man, you got it. You got it. You know what I'm you're like, talking about. That's a fucking fantastic. <sighs> yep, fan fugutastic. But you could just see, like, I just like seeing how they're all just going, you know, kind of mad. And they're just, <laughs> mm. like, they're trying to hold on to someone's of society. and Right. Like, trying to, you know, like, what their roles are. But they're, like, it's just becoming more apparent each day that it doesn't mean anything. Right. Anymore. Now, see. So, the military was there. To, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, the military was there to, you know, like, the government had the scientists there trying to work to find something you know a cure or something that they could do to learn about it and try to you know come at it on some angle and the military was there to back them up and you know help them get specimens and and protect protect them them. yeah but as they were like like, there's nobody around there's nobody left so like the roles become like why are we doing this right (laughs) you know our men are dying for what like what what are we doing here right like I like seeing it like fall apart. Like that you're like, oh, <laughs> I find that interesting. Yeah, it really f- fell apart. Yeah, and as far as the zombie work goes, I mean, they Tom Savini, like you know, 
up the ante like a hundred percent on this oh, one. Oh yeah. Um you know like the makeups and the and the stuff were, you know, way better. I think they had more of a to work with, you know. Yeah. So there's a couple of things that I wanted to mention. Um first of all, I forgot what I was gonna say. Fuck. <laughs> first of all, I'll say that um, as I said, the, the the movies are completely not what I thought they were at all. For some, I always thought it was just people running away from zombies, and that's pretty much it. But there's a lot more to them than that, which I really liked. Yeah, like the zombies are. It's kind of like the Walking Dead thing, you know, like where right. the zombies are a thing, but it's right. kind of like a human drama, really. Yes, with the zombie element yeah with a lot of um a lot of um good commentary on on the world and everything which is i yeah, really enjoy but it doesn't feel like it's trying to be self-important no 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 or anything like it's trying to right or anything it's just you know because i mean george romero was kind of like a fucking hippie i guess you know so <laughs> so how he saw things you know like through his which i you know from what i can tell i would totally fucking agree with a lot of right shit so yeah it speaks to me definitely but um oh, i'm sorry did you have other point or something uh, yeah there was something else i wanted to point out but i don't remember what it was now so go ahead maybe it'll come back to me oh no i know what it was um really there was there was some fucked up shit going on with the scientists experiments and st- well with the main scientists that they yeah, nicknamed, Frankenstein. yeah, Frankenstein. Um, he was, I mean, he was doing it in the name of science, but there was some fucked up shit he was doing, really. Yeah. Well, you could see, yeah, like you could, like you could see that, like the 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 impetus for what he was doing, mm. I guess. But yeah, like, like he, he was, it was he was slightly he was going mad, like it was getting off the rails, and you're like, right, oh, shit, yeah. Man. <laughs> What's, what the fuck are we doing here? Right. And then at some point they were like, we just got to get the fuck out of here. Because he started, because a couple of soldiers died and then they, he started using them. And they're like, if the military guys find out that you're, you're using this, it's it's a wrap. Yep. Shit's going to go bad. Oh, yeah. That's one thing I love too about all these movies is that the core group of people are really strong. Like the characters. Mm. Like I like all of them. Right. Like Sarah John and... um. Oh, oh, who was the, the other guy? Oh shit! Um, I can't. What is? I want to say was? McDermott, but I don't think that's right. Yeah, McDermott. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Like I really like those three. You know. Yeah. And it's the same with Donna Dead. The, the, the main characters I really like. You know, like Ken Forey right. and uh, oh shit, I can't remember the other like, people's names. But <clears throat> and even Night of the Living Dead. Like I really love the the well. Mainly the character of Ben and the other people, but the yeah, the conflict in the house there, right? Yeah, that was really interesting. Yeah, like they they always have pretty strong characters. That's what I like about eighties movies, and even like just hard, like they really sell their characters. Like I, I find everybody believable in their roles, you know. Right. Like I, it helps me, you know, forget I'm watching a movie. You know, like I can just like like I buy the only guy that I kind of was not feeling was the. uh Rickles guy, the military, like he was just like too much, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, I was like, yeah, I agree with that. But everybody else was, 
And then Miguel guy, like he was good, but his character was sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, like he was a good shut up. Man. Wise. Yeah. But he was just like, what the fuck? You suck, man. But he had like, he just, he had nothing left to give, man. He was all done. Right. And he was trying to function and he just couldn't do it. Like the whole end part where he lets all the zombies in, like I don't really completely understand mm. that. Other than he's kind of, I don't know if he's just like, oh, fuck it, everything's fucked. So, you know, like I don't know if he was, it didn't feel like he was technically doing it to help out, you know, the scientists or anything. It just seemed like he was like, fuck it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, uh, I think. I think you're right. I think he was he wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna do this and you know it'll help them out. No, he was just like, fuck it, just let them all in and fucking take us all. Yeah, which makes them suck even more. Yeah, true. But yeah, it was like I, I couldn't feel like it was like okay, the people need help against the military folks, so I'm just gonna let them all in. And I just felt right. like it was just yeah. being selfish and be like, fuck it, mm-hmm. I'm going down. I'm bringing exactly. all these fuckers with me or something <laughs> yeah he just fucking sucked yeah pretty much and the ending's weird too because it's like they're trying to get the helicopter and then sarah was about to be attacked and then she wakes up and they're like on a beach somewhere oh yeah <laughs> and she starts marking a calendar and trying to keep track of the days but i'm like is that really happened or you know what i mean yeah right i feel like because of the calendar thing it might actually have happened, but I think if it just cut I to the beach so, and yeah. just sitting there, it's just weird that like, so by the calendar, they must've been there like four days or something, but mm. like it just cuts from, she almost got attacked because they were about to be overwhelmed on the helicopter while they were getting to it. There were like shit tons of zombies coming at them. Right. And then she gets one right behind her and she passes out or, or you know, whatever happens. And then she wakes up. Well, she has recurring dream things in the movie. So I don't know if it's, I guess it's supposed to be kind of left up to do like whatever you want to think there, I guess. I don't know. Mm, yeah, I guess so. So I was, my thought was they were, they did make it to some Island or something. So yeah, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm kind of leaning that way too, but I'm like, I guess it could maybe be that. I would just like to they think didn't. they, they got their happy ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Somebody had a fucking something good happen to somebody. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so what about the effects and stuff? How do you feel about all that shit? Um, I, I mean, liked it. I liked it overall. Yeah, uh, I think they did some crazy shit. I'm like, yeah, and it looked good for the yeah. most part. I was like, oh man. There was a uh, part where one of the guys, I don't remember which one it was, but he got he got attacked by the horde of zombies. And they started like when like a zombie like grabbed his face and started ripping the skin off of his face and it, like exposing his eye and yeah. shit. And I was like, damn, that looks bad. That looks painful. Yeah, I think that was the Rickles guy. But mm. yeah, like he was just like his eye was exposed. And yeah, was the like, one that always shit. stuck with me since I was a, like a kid or whatever is the. The one the guy's getting ripped apart and he's screaming, and as they're ripping his vocal cords, like it, the scream starts getting like higher pitch and like it gets weird. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that whole just the scream thing always mm. fucked with me. I'm like, because <laughs> you're like, oh, like, mm. that sucks. Yeah, and it's just such a weird fucking scream, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't like that, <laughs> but it's very effective. Yeah, yeah, they they did some pretty good stuff 
in this one, which is cool. Yeah, it's definitely next level from Dawn of the Dead or even Night of the Dead too. Oh yeah, Night of the Dead. Oh, it definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is like one of his like. You know, if you're on the resume, like I did Day of the Dead, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Look at that shit. You see that eyeball being ripped out? That was me. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, watching it this time, I, I found that I, I kind of not, I don't know, but enjoyed it more, but I appreciated it more this time. Mm. Hmm. That's good. I feel like the ending is, is kind of weird. Like, well, not. Not that it's weird, but it just kind of like everything just quickly goes to shit, and then they're just like, "Let's wrap it up," you know? Yeah. Oh but yeah. Like, right. The movies, the movies don't really have. Well, Dawn of the Dead didn't really have like that's kind of what happened too. Like they were hauled out, and then shit went bad, and they escaped. In a, in yeah, a, in a helicopter too, so it's kind of similar in that way. But yeah, yeah. I guess one thing they that those movies prove is, uh, if you want to survive, you need a fucking helicopter. Yep, that's a, that's one thing I do. <laughs> or be the guy that knows how to fly it. Oh yeah, because then they won't kill your ass, and don't teach anybody how to do it. <laughs> no, <laughs> unless you're about to die or something. You're like, okay, that's how you do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but make sure you are needed. <laughs> yes, above all else. <laughs> so I guess saying all of this, mm-hmm. how do you feel? I will say that um, this, not just this movie, but all three of these movies are all um, shit that D was very, very glad he finally seed. Well, that's good. I yes. felt like, even not just as a horror fan, but just as like a movie fan, like I feel like mm. they're movies that people should see, you know? Yeah, yeah. At definitely. least the first three, you know? Yeah, and and I'll say, I mean, I've never been a huge zombie fan overall, but uh, even you know, even then, it's still definitely it's definitely something that people should be check out, even if you think zombies are way yeah, overused think- and stuff. Which, I mean, technically, this is you know where most of all the overused stuff originates. So yeah, like this is kind of the. Uh, I don't know the progenitor to a lot of zombie things in our culture now or just since it came out, you know, mm. like a lot of things came from this. You know? Right. So it's kind of important in that way, even if you're not a big fan of zombies, but like just. Yeah. And see where it kind of started, you know, these these movies pretty much built the mythos around zombies that we you know, Built this mythos <laughs> oh, that everybody you know knows now. When you think of yeah, zombies, yeah, that's what I just said. But okay, yeah, I just got. Yeah, I know. Do what I say. That's all cool. right. I'm agreeing Whatever. with you. You got original bitch. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> now you die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of what this. I was the progenitor. That's what came out. I'm like, I, it's, it's, that's not a word I use very often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. But I was like, oh, a word. That's what came to my head. But yeah, and I think I I love all of them. I like all of them. They're pretty, like when you think of trilogies, I don't mm. I feel like this one ever comes up very much. Like people are not like, oh, you know. Yeah, Because yeah, it was a trilogy right. for a long time. Because Land of the Dead, I don't think came out till like early 2000s probably. Mm. So there was a big leap there. Right. 
but yeah, like I never hear anybody really say, "Oh, the the Dead trilogy was really like high up there with the other trilogies." Maybe, but I think it should be like Night of the Living Dead. I fucking love Night of the Living Dead, and that came out in like '68 or something. Right. I feel like it was way ahead mm. of its time. Maybe that's why, because there's such a gap, a time gap in the movies that you know people maybe don't realize or consider them direct sequels, even though they should. Yeah, like it's weird. Like it doesn't exactly push like a narrative, like a story forward or anything. Right. It's kind of just different snapshots in in what's happening there. And they are kind of they do all kind of stand alone on their own as well. Yeah, like you don't need to see any of them to to be able to chime in and be like, oh, okay, right, yeah. I mean, Night of Living Dead is the beginning of it, but it doesn't really. It's not really necessary, right? Because they never really reference that you know right they, yeah. don't, they don't explain what happened either they don't really go oh this is what happened and this is why there's zombies which i'm glad yeah so they never really go into any of that so you're, there isn't like any overall overarching like narrative that you're like oh i don't know what the hell's going on if i only watch this one right so yeah it's like part of a trilogy it's part of a story but it's also its own like thing at the same time exactly yeah which is cool yes very cool it's kind of like an anthology thing, if you, like sort of like you're like I'm, you're just dipping in on different characters. Oh yeah, and you're kind of telling their own story inside of a mm. you know, overall. So it's kind of interesting that way. Yeah, yeah like I, yeah. it's really good. I like it. It's yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I enjoy all of them. Unfortunately, it kind of Land of the Dead is the next one, and that one was not great. It was really? it was nice to be another entry though. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. But I don't, I don't love it. Mm. And then Diary of the Dead was the next one after that, and they kind of did it like not like a found footagey thing, but there was a lot, mm. you know, like more hand yeah. cam kind of stuff. Right. But it kind of did like it started over, like it was just beginning again, like oh, okay. like all the movies before it never happened, and the zombies were just starting to happen. Right. So that was weird. Were uh, those uh, Romero? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, like he made three other ones but they're not really like land yeah. of the dead is still connected to this world right but diary of the dead starts it over and then survival of the dead i i think is still in the university of the diary one mm. but that's the last one and it wasn't really that good mm. diary i didn't i kind of liked it in a way but i was it was i found it weird that he started over like five movies in i was like what <laughs> what that's weird yeah that is kind of weird well um yeah there you have it um good stuff uh i'm glad i saw it glad i finally watched them um they were definitely not what i was expecting which is a good thing and uh yeah anything else you wanted to add uh no (laughs) except we have one last movie coming and i think i don't know if it's a classic but it's a movie that i've always kind of liked it's kind of trashy, but <laughs> I've been wanting to watch it again for a while. And I'm like, hey, you've never seen it. Let's fucking do it. Um, do you want to save so it? Stay tuned for that. Yeah. Kiddos. Yeah. We, that's all we'll tell you about it. Tune in next week for our special final Halloween celebration episode, which we'll watch. Uh, Fun movie, I hope, at least. <laughs> A what? 
a fun movie at least i hope yeah i think it's it's fun all right cool i have like, pretty fun memories around it so it's kind of hard to tell but mm. it's yeah it's fun it's kind of trashy but it's not like it's not a great movie but i like it <laughs> <laughs> sounds good all right well i guess that will do it for us for our reviews and everything um some good stuff, some good stuff, good times, having some fun with this Halloween stuff. Um, yeah. So that being Which said, is weird though, because even after Halloween, we're still gonna watch horror movies, so it's not like <laughs> not well, yeah, but but we're we're but we're watching some definitive some definitive classic ones here. Yeah. So there you go. Um anything else you'd like to add before we sign off? Nope. Oh, See you next week, <laughs> people. For more fun and excitement. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, all right. Well, in that case, sorry. In that case, I guess we'll sign off for the night. And that, of course, means that, as always, we want to thank you all for listening. We still really do appreciate it um it's a nice treat for us instead of a trick <laughs> oh <laughs> sorry now you die see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> um and of course as always he's chris i'm derek we are the keepers of the fringe, spooky ooh. And in the immortal words of Eric Cartman. Great, you guys. I'm going home. Good night, everybody. Good night. But Cartman, we're trying to... Screw you guys. The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. Okay, so... Uh, what do we got to talk about this week? In a world overrun with formula movies and lame Hollywood reboots, two brothers from separate mothers scour the outer edges of entertainment to separate the potential cult classics from the B-movie bombs. They watch the films so you don't have to. They are the Kingdoms of the Frame. That's a good start. <laughs> <laughs>